biggest misconception, bro, is the fact that like, bro, everyone thinks that we hate women, mm. that we're misogynistic. You feel me? Like yeah. that everything we're talking about is coming from a place of hate mm. when that's not the truth. Everything we're trying to do is for the men, to help the men. Because bro, at least for me, like I can only speak for myself here, but when I make my content, I know that I'm trying to help the individuals that used to be where I was back in the past. You feel me? Yeah. When I was like 16, 17, 18, and I'm here struggling with women, it's like I wanted the clarity. I wanted the answers. And now I have the answers. I have the clarity. And now I'm providing that message to my audience. Yeah. So that's really what I'm about. But obviously, in any industry, any space, there's going to be individuals that are approaching it or maybe coming at it from a different angle where it's like they really just want to manipulate. Mm. They really just want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like there are people like that in any industry. You feel me? But with the red pill, it's just, you know, it's up to the consumer at the end of the day to be able to decide, okay, this guy I'm going to listen to, this guy I'm not going to listen to. So it's really up to you at the end of the day to yeah. watch the video. What's good, everyone? Welcome back to the Roommates Podcast. It's your boy, Chris, to start a show here. I am back with another episode. Super, super excited for this conversation. This person I'm bringing on with, I have a pleasure of really getting to know him, building a friendship with him. And, you know, he has a lot of wisdom, a lot of knowledge in the space, and he's up and coming. He's killing it. So please, without further ado, Welcome in Chris from High Value Essentials. What's going on, fam? Happy to be here. What's going on, bro? You good? I'm doing well. Man, man, for those who do not know you, can you just give them a little 30-second elevator pitch about your channel, what you talk about, all that stuff? Yeah, so, you know, I be on all different platforms. So I be on TikTok, I be on Instagram, YouTube, Patreon. And basically, I just help men level up through self-improvement, personal development, we talk about things like fragrances, fashion, you know, dating relationships, intergender relationships, uh, the red pill, basically becoming high value in different aspects of your life. Um, bodybuilding, building your body, just getting your body right, everything right in all yeah. aspects, bro. So that's, that's really up, what I'd be up to. That's what's up, bro. Yeah. Like, what made you get started in, you know, that, that you know, career of I want to help men out in all of those areas? I think that is pretty deep rooted in who I am and what I used to do. So like, I used to play soccer back in the day, played at a very high level, um, and my idol has always been Cristiano Ronaldo. Shout out to Cristiano. Yes, sir. And uh, just the way he basically carried himself in all aspects, right? Like he made it to the upper echelons of soccer, but in terms of like how he takes care of his body, how he dresses, how he conducts business, all those different things to me, it was almost like, I wanna be that guy. And mm. maybe I won't get to that level, but just having him as my idol, it was like, bro, that's what I want to do. And so, you know, playing soccer, I carried myself the same way, was focused on just bettering myself, not partying, not drinking, not smoking, not investing in those, you know, bad habits, so to speak. Um, and then little by little, as I got older, obviously, no longer eight, nine, 10, mm -hmm. became a young adult, got into school and, you know, I got into bodybuilding, improving my body, you know, and from there, it was pretty much just like, all right, what can I focus on now? I'm still playing soccer, I'm still investing in my body, but now I want to maybe attract more women or just stand out more, be more confident. So I got into like, you know, fashion, fragrances, 
leveling up in different aspects, still hitting the gym, proving that aspect. But then, you know, just finding different areas that I can improve on to become a higher value individual. You feel me? So like for me, I mean, it is it's a lot. It's deep rooted. You feel me? Like yeah. there's so many layers to it. But to me, it's always been I just want to become the very best version of myself. And as I got older, it was pretty much just, all right, let me find out what else I can do. Yeah. Here was soccer. Here was bodybuilding. Here was fashion, fragrances. Let me level up my education. Let me continue to read books, right? And that's what I talk a lot about on my channel. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah man. It's, yeah, no, I, I definitely checked out your channel. Know you as a person and you do all of those things, you know. And I think today's conversation is going to be very good, you know, because we had a lot of off-camera off conversations, right. you know, about just the manosphere in general and you know there's a lot going on right now <laughs> i would say you know especially in the manosphere community so how really did you get introduced to the manosphere to the red pill kind of content um and like what are your thoughts on the red pill and the manosphere kind of like you know where have you started and like how it is today and where you kind of see it going i got you so how i got into it basically was you know just like everything else just how I got into bodybuilding, fashion, fragrances. I just wanted to level up and prove different aspects of my life. And so when I was around like 18, 19, I was in college at the time and I was talking to different women and I had no issues attracting women when I was younger. Mm. I've been in my fair share of relationships. I've never had issues attracting women. And it was more so an issue with like the nuances between men and women. Mm. You know, why'd she pull back? Why'd she do this certain thing? Why is she not answering my text messages? Is she talking to other men? So that's basically from, from that point on, I was like, you know what? I can improve on this. Let me go on the internet. I went on YouTube, just like most people do. I go on YouTube, start searching up different things. And that's how I came across different creators in the manosphere, making red pill content, self-improvement content. And then from there, I was like, yo, this shit's dope. Yeah. I'm resonating with it. And I'm like, let me learn as much as I can. And that's when I started reading more books and just going full force with my personal development journey. Yeah. So that's basically how I got into it. Um, what was the second part of it? It was more, uh, it was um, kind of like when you was getting into it, where kind of like the red pill space was mm. at that time. And where do you see kind of, if there is a difference in like today presence of what's going on in the red pill space? I think it's always been pretty, uh, pretty similar okay. like, since I got into it. It was mostly about like the core red pill people, because obviously it's a wide spectrum of different individuals talking about different things because they're at different points in their life. Yeah. Some people are maybe more bitter, more angry, resentful. Other people are coming from a place where, yo, I just want the best for men. I want to help men in different aspects. So when I got into it, I was mostly looking for like why women are doing certain things. What's female nature? Yeah. What's hypergamy? right? Being aware of what women are capable of doing. Because most men, to be honest with you, they, they live by this like blue pill philosophy or like Disney world life. That's their paradigm where it's almost like, you know, women are perfect. They can do no wrong. But in the red pill, it's more so about being aware of what they are capable of doing and just moving accordingly, knowing that information. Mm. You know what I mean? So, I mean, it's... That's very interesting that you put it that way of being aware of what like the capabilities of women can do yeah you know i think there are you know some content creators where they're intentionally doing it, unintentionally doing it it kind of make it like a general like summation like hey this is what women are going to do right. like like it's kind of like hey no matter what kind of woman it is or who you experience by this is what's going to happen um 
But taking it from your perspective as in more of awareness, I believe that that can kind of create, you know, additional information to really learn how to move in the world. But it seems like there is, you know, kind of a group of people where it's like, now this is, you know, women. This is how they are. This is how they act. It's kind of more rigid versus like, well, this is some capabilities. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think um, just really, you know, what are some misconceptions about the red pill space? You know, because it, what it seems like is not a place where people can like get like different brands, different sponsors because it's not really marketable like that. Mm -hmm. It's talking about men's rights, you know, men leveling up. It's only a few kind of brands and also, you know, from other, you know, probably women. They look at it as, you know, just just information to either like get sleep with them, you know, manipulate them or just like, oh, these are guys are just crying because of their bad experiences with women. So can you kind of like really break down some misconceptions of the red pill space um, and their message as well? I think the biggest misconception, bro, is the fact that like, bro, everyone thinks that we hate women. Mm. that we're misogynistic you feel me like yeah. that everything we're talking about is coming from a place of hate mm. when that's not the truth everything we're trying to do is for the men to help the men because bro at least for me like i can only speak for myself here but when i make my content i know that i'm trying to help the individuals that used to be where i was back in the past you feel me yeah. when i was like 16 17 18 and i'm here struggling with women it's like i wanted the clarity i wanted the answers and now I have the answers, I have the clarity, and now I'm providing that message to my audience. Yeah. So that's really what I'm about. But obviously, in any industry, any space, there's going to be individuals that are approaching it or maybe coming at it from a different angle where it's like they really just want to manipulate. Mm. They really just want to be that guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, there are people like that in any industry, you feel me? But with the red pill, it's just, you know, it's up to the consumer at the end of the day to be able to decide, okay, this guy I'm going to listen to, this guy I'm not going to listen to. So it's really up to you at the end of the day, yeah. watching the video. Do you believe that the consumers in the real pit space really kind of make that kind of decision as far as like going to each content creator and really kind of picking and choosing, taking different things? Because what it, I feel like what it seems is out there is that they only listen to a few voices and it's kind of like the, probably the more aggressive or mm. more negative approaches and it kind of had this stereotype and this kind of dark cloud mm. over the manosphere red pill space because it's kind of like i don't even think we can really say red pill i really probably should be saying rp because RP, yeah. because of youtube so it's kind of like you know how are the consumers are really bouncing around to different content creators or are they just listening to the certain group of people where it's like, it's just more negative and more aggressive. I think to answer that, it's basically just where, what point they are in their life. Break so down. like, you know, maybe they just got a relationship and they're hurt. They're a little bit bitter, resentful. Maybe the girl cheated on them, mm. left them for a different guy, a guy with the perceived higher value. We can talk about that too, sexual market value, things like that. Yeah. Um, and it's like, I've been in that position, not cheated on, but I've been in that position where a girl left me or, you know, she started talking to someone else yeah. and it's like, fuck, what do I do? And the initial reaction as a human is to, yo, fuck that girl. Like, I want to get back at her. How can I attract her back and just, you know, run through her or other women? So like, it's a normal human reaction yeah. to do that. So it just really depends on the individual 
and what point they are at in their life. Gotcha. That's the information they're going to be seeking. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it just really depends. So for you, like, I, I think this is can be a good kind of display. So like, you had some experience with women that mm -hmm. they hurt you. You know, it didn't. Your expectations were somewhere. It didn't work out the way you thought it was going to be. So you found this red pill content. Mm -hmm. And like you said, I do think there are guys that go, you know, to this content because of past experience and hurt and, you know, and trauma and things like that. You know, but in a sense, you were able to kind of see that content, use it as awareness and knowledge, apply it to your life and not really keep a negative dark cloud over women to the point where it's like, okay, the, all women are, you know, evil. All women right. are liars. Yeah. All women are manipulators. All women are going to take advantage of me, take half my stuff and leave. Mm -hmm. So how are you, how were you able to kind of go from that pain, that hurt, and use that information, you know, that, that awareness applied to your life where you're not really bitter anymore because it does seem like there's some guys that because of their experience, they're still staying in that bitterness and really just consuming more bitterness and negativity. Real quick before we continue on with today's video, I have to talk about our sponsor, Teach Hanley. Teach Hanley is a male skincare system that has been proven and used by hundreds of thousands of men all across the world. And the best thing about Teach Hanley is that it is simple and is un complicated so in today's video i'm going to explain to you why this proven system works and how to use it once you receive your teach handling products the first thing you need to look for is the instructional card this card will show you how to use this proven skincare system as you can see there's a morning routine and there is a night routine and they give you step-by-step -step guide exactly which product to use and how much to use them and you can see that at the bottom below when you are using your daily face wash, make sure your face is rinsed with warm water. And once you apply the product, make sure you wash it all over your face, get that dirt, get that grime off you, and then rinse with warm water. And for those who work outside or want a deeper clean, make sure you use the scrub product. This product will get deep into your pores and your skin and get the remaining dirt and grime that the daily face wash mist make sure you use warm water as well. Once your face is washed and scrubbed, grab your super serum to apply to your face evenly. This is gonna put a lot of moisturizer into your skin and make it look nice and healthy. After you finish that, you wanna grab the eyes and you wanna apply evenly around your eyes and this is gonna help with protecting against wrinkles and also just overall moisturizing around your eyes. Lastly, after you finish all that with your morning routine, you wanna grab your AM moisturizer and it's gonna help you protect against the sun from your skin. And as well with the PM cream, this will give you a nice bit of moisturizer for the bed so you will not wake up with dry skin. That's it, that's all you have to do to follow the proven Teach Handling Skincare System Routine. I'm telling you all, this is something that has helped me change my life. It makes you more confident around women and also be more respected around men. And because Teach Handling is sponsoring today's video, they're giving my audience a great deal. Just click the first link in the description and you will get 30% off your first box plus a free gift. Don't miss out on this amazing deal. Click that link and get started today. And make sure you grab your Teach Hanley skincare products today. I'm telling you, you will see the difference. Let's get back to the episode. I think it's just being patient with the process. And at the same time, like, I'm really about leveling up, bro. Like, 
I'm not about just getting back at women. Like mm. I'm not leveling up for women. I'm leveling up for myself. But that's the thing. When you're leveling up and you're putting in the work, and I'm talking about every single fucking aspect, your fashion, your grooming, your scent, education, your body, every aspect, bro. Yeah, the women are going to come back. You're going to be able to reattract the ex, reattract this girl, attract different higher caliber, higher quality women. But it's like, this is what I got to take care of first, leveling up, becoming the best version of myself. So it really takes time being patient with the process. Initially, it's okay to use that breakup. That girl that cheated on you is okay to use that shit as fuel to level up in your life. Like you got to use that shit. Mm. We've all been through that as men. That's why I talk about it. Women though, when they hear that, they're like, oh, he's hurt. Yeah. Oh, why is he talking about us like that? Why is he doing that? But it's like, bro, you guys will never understand. You're not men. I'm talking to the men because they've been through it. They're going through it right now. And it's like, I know that this information will help them. So whatever it is that I got to fucking tell them to get through it, I'm going to tell them, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, I definitely know what you mean. I think um, it is a lot of, when we, we have to be able to use that pain and really kind of, like you said, fuel that passion into bettering ourselves and leveling up. But I do think that in a sense, you kind of have to have the ability to take women, their attention, dating, even, you know, sexual activities, less of a priority in your life, you know, because I do think that if they continue to, you know, be in that pain, be in that trauma, and then also still desire women attention, right. still desire to be chosen and, you know, go on dates and things like that. And when it's not happening during that process, you know, it can create more bitterness and resentment. So how were you able to lower the priority and then like the distraction of women? Because I do think that's probably a large part of what most men are having issues in leveling up and getting better because they still running after women. I think it really depends on the individual at the end of the day. Because for me, like, like I told you at the beginning, bro, my focus has never been on women. My focus was always either on soccer, on bodybuilding, on school, on just leveling up. So for me, it was almost like, I, I know I'm focused on this one girl right now, but that's not my main priority. So now for other men that don't resonate with that, it's almost like you have to find that mission, that purpose in your life, your why, so to mm. speak. Because once you have that, bro, nothing is going to get in between you and that. Yeah. If you're on that right path, if that's what you really want to do, nothing's, nothing's going to come in between you and that, bro. I'm telling you right now. So like, you got to be patient and really just trust in the process, bro. You know what I mean? Believe in yourself and what you got going on, where you're trying to go, what you're trying to do and how you're going to get there. And over time, you'll go from that bitterness, being angry, thinking about women. How can I attract this girl and that girl? And it's going to become, how can I take my life from where I am right now to where I want to go? Yeah, I, I do agree with everything you just said. You know, I do think there's a fine line between where enough is enough with watching certain content, especially about female nature, mm -hmm. these conversations, how they in, interact and things like that. Because in a sense, what it looks like is that most of their time where they could be applying, you know, the knowledge and awareness that they have is spent watching conversations, mm -hmm. watching content creators and not enough application in life. Mm -hmm. You know, so you were in that position in the sense where you were watching these people. What made the switch change where it was like, you know what, I can learn here and consume this content, but I do know that I have to really, you know, put the laptop down, 
go to the gym, work on my fashion, work on my reading, you know, things like that versus where just learning about female nature, just learning about how women act and how to move with them. Right. I mean, for me personally, once again, it's like, <laughs> I'm telling you, when I was a kid, my folks was never on just how do I attract women? How do I do this? How do I do that? I've always had a greater mission, greater purpose in life. So, you know, with content, it was kind of the same thing. I could watch the videos, read the books, but I always knew I had to hit the gym. I got to do this. I got to do that. I got more important things to do. Top priorities. You feel me? So, you know, for other men, it could be different where it's like they got nothing else going on in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's the issue. Now they're just consuming content. How can I attract a girl? What can I say to a girl to, you know, make her feel a certain type of way? And it's almost like they're just going through that vicious cycle and not really applying it to their life. So how can they apply? I mean, at the end of the day, you got to shut the laptop and go out there into the world. If you're, you know, at the gym working out, be there to work out. But now if a girl is giving you choosing signals, looking at you, go talk to her. Yeah. You're at the grocery store. You can apply these different tactics at the grocery store. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's how you get better. And that's how you go from simply watching and consuming content to now applying it to your real life. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. Yeah. Facts. Facts. I think um, at the same time, there are men that use the attention from women the you know the 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 value that women can give them and you know even just that conquering of getting a number you know going on dates and even sex as a way to mask or field a void that they're missing in life mm -hmm. i say that to say because if their priority and their you know main purpose or main kind of mission is learning about you know female nature how to get women and to you know get on dates and be successful with them to me it, it seems like in a sense where they're kind of like having some kind of insecurity childhood past where they have to use women mm -hmm. they have to use likes they have to use attention um to feel good about themselves and i think part of that's part of the reason why they do consume so many of, of certain content you know in the red pill space where it's more of just like learning about women, how to get them, because I don't, I may have some insecurities, right. because I have some self doubt, versus like really trying to figure out the reasons why they want this attention from women. Mm. You know, because like you said, you're different. You know what I mean? Like you have, you never had the focus or really uh, wanting the desire of women because you knew. And probably even because of your, what your parents instilled into you and, and like what you saw in your childhood experiences, you knew that if I put the work in, the women are a byproduct. Versus these guys, the women is the prize. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, it's kind of like they, they can learn all this stuff, level up, get in the gym, but they still have women as a priority. Mm -hmm. You know, so why do you think that that learning about female nature gets a bad rep in the red pill manosphere community. I think it gets a bad rep. Oh, well, well, society. I wouldn't say the, the community of, of the manosphere. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think people look down upon it to a certain extent because they think or they view it from the perspective of, oh, that's all we're focused on. We're only focused on women. But it's like, bro, and I've told this to many different people, bro. I'm like, the majority of men out there today, 99.9% .9 of men out there today, bro, what are they focused on? They're focused on attracting the opposite sex, yeah. women. Yeah. That's their main focus. So, all right, 
if I want to attack the issue at the core, yeah. I got to talk about women. Mm. We talk about women. Okay, you want to get back at her for X, Y, and Z reason. You want to reattract this girl for X, Y, and Z reason. Cool, I'll help you do that. But during that process, during that consultation, that phone call, whatever the case may be, I'm going to help you get onto that self-improvement, personal development path. You yeah. feel me? And during that path, that process, you're going to be like, oh, shit, I don't want that girl anymore. Yeah, I'm not focused on women anymore. I'm the prize. I'm focusing on myself. I want to become the very best version of myself. You feel me? Yeah. So that's real. That's the real thing. You feel me? Like, yeah, we're focused on women. We're focused on female nature, attractive women, all these different things. But it's basically to help these different men get through that sticking point. Okay, right now you're focused on women. But once you get past that, now you see that the world is much more than just women. Yeah. Right? You can improve in so many different aspects of your life. Women is just one part of that. And it's yeah. a byproduct of you leveling up, putting in the work. I got a very how how is learning about female nature a part of a man's leveling up process? Mm -hmm. Why must they learn about it? I mean, that's uh, I don't know, that's, that's a loaded that's question. A load, that's a loaded question. All right, all right, let's, let's, let's <laughs> talk about it, brother. <laughs> so how is it a part of it? So like, at the end of the day, a lot of guys have issues with women. You feel me? And that will literally get in the way of them leveling up. Mm, break it's a down. barrier. It's yeah. a barrier because now, bro, I can't attract women. I haven't had sex in X amount of time. I haven't kissed a girl my whole life. I've never been in a relationship. I want to get married. I want to have kids. They're thinking about all these different things. Society's putting pressure on them, right? Disney fairy tales are watching all these different movies. They want to live a life like that and they can't get it. So now because of that, they're more focused on it and they're not focusing on the gym. They're not focusing on leveling up in terms of, you know, the body, haircut, grooming, nutrition, education, business, nine to five. They're not focusing on any of that shit. And why? Because women are getting in the way of that. Mm. No hate on women. I'm not saying it like that. Yeah. I'm just saying that for these men, they're way too focused on the women. That's their biggest distraction in the moment. And that's why we must talk about it. Because yeah. if you truly want to level up, we got to talk about all the different barriers. And to be honest with you, women are the biggest fucking barrier. Yeah. That is the biggest fucking distraction. And that's why we must talk about it. I do want to bring up this point before we move forward, you know, and, and kind of just thinking and reviewing everything. I feel like there's a divide in the manosphere community where it's like there's like this pro red pill people. And then there's this, you know, people that are against red pill people that's either content creators, consumers, whatever the case may be, and kind of create this like divide, this division. And um, and I, I feel like we're all on the same team. You know, if we're in the manosphere. We're all trying to help men get better. You know, we all play different roles. We all have different skill sets. We all have different kind of gifts that we can kind of give to the manosphere uh, community and to society. You know, do you feel like there's a divide or am I tripping? No, nah, I hear you. And that's a great point. To be honest, I mean, like with anything in life, bro, there's always going to be like, polarizing individuals polarizing topics where you know one side believes in this one side believes in that and it's no different with the red pill and the reason for that is because a lot of people we call them blue pill individuals people that haven't unplugged yet aren't aware or choose not to be aware they just don't want to believe in what we're talking about mm. when it comes to women operating a certain way hypergamy female nature like all these different things and they're like oh these guys hate women they get no women incels the list goes on and on and on yeah. so like you're bringing up a good point bro like people do kind of have 
a uh, negative opinion of the red pill if they're not in the red pill. And then us in the red pill, if you think a certain way, you know, when we're talking with each other, we're like, yeah, like, he doesn't get it. So, like, there is a divide. And to be honest, I don't think we're ever going to really be able to bridge that gap just because people operate from different paradigms, have different perspectives. And it's almost like you got to go through it and experience it and learn from that to be able to understand where we're coming from because we've been where you are. That's the thing. And I feel like that's the difference. We've been there. Blue pill individuals, beta yeah, individuals, yeah. whatever you want to call them. Like, we've been there before. We got past it. Yeah. We've learned. We've educated ourselves. And now we move accordingly. Yeah. And that's where the divide is. You know what I mean? So it's really just up to the individual if they want to you know, sit down and have a conversation. But I'm not here to change your mind. We can talk about it, go from there. But I'm going to let you know what I think. You can tell me what you think. And we can go from there. But it's tough. Yeah, because I, I I think these blue pill individual people or these people against the red pill, whatever they want to call themselves, <laughs> I don't care. Um, it's like they 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 see the content from you know the RP community where it is you know so pro man. You know, I wouldn't in some instances I wouldn't say all, but you know they're bashing women. You know what I mean? They can be attacking women. They mm -hmm. can be calling women names, and you know they kind of like see these these leaders or content creators mm -hmm. or even just people in life just kind of using and abusing that information and really creating this kind of black cloud over women and they reuse and you know even their behaviors you know so for those people that see that stuff you know like you know how do you respond to to that because that is real mm -hmm. that is true mm -hmm. you know that's that that's a real reality where you know, the people that come from the RP community, right. they may not really represent or do the best, you know, with that information and kind of even creating and furthering the negative cycles that is relationships today. Right. And like I said before, bro, <laughs> it's a big spectrum yeah. of different individuals talking about the red pill and what they got going on, what they believe in, et cetera, et cetera. So the thing is, the consumer, it's up to the consumer, bro. It's up to the individual watching or reading the content to decide, okay, this guy makes sense. He's coming from a good good spot, good place. You feel me? So, like, he's not bitter. He's not resentful. He's not angry. He understands what he's talking about. He's being objective, logical, not emotional. Mm. You feel me? So, listen to those individuals. Someone I always refer to and I always talk about, the rational male. Mm. Rolo Tomasi. Yeah. Right? Read that book. The most objective, logical book you can possibly read on the red pill. Mm. When it comes to these different creators, on the other hand, right? You can put myself in that category, in that list. I'm reading that book, and I'm now teaching men from that book. That's my reference, you feel me? So when I'm talking about female nature, the red pill, leveling up, all these different things, I'm referring back to this book. Yeah. So I tell every guy, read this book. That is the real red pill. Not this guy, not that guy, right? Fresh and fit, DJ Academics, all these different <laughs> guys, bro. Yeah. They are not the face of the red pill, mm. in my opinion. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes, bro, we get a bad rep because of individuals like that. Yeah. Because they're in this space, but it's almost like the way they conduct themselves, the way they conduct business, the way they talk to women. It's like, it's not a good representation of the red pill. Yeah. And that's where I think the issue comes. 
You know what I mean? I do. I, I agree with that. I think that comes with not just with the red pill community. I think that can be even with Christians. You know what I mean? I think mm. that can be with, you know, whatever. I think that the representation, you know, or the ambassadors from what you are reading and learning from, you know, I think there is, like you said, responsibility that the consumer must obtain, you know. And why do you feel like, why do you feel like men need to read the rational man? Like what, what is in that book that is, you know, so eye opening to the point where it's helping you equip to, you know, really be a better man in society. It's just all logic, no emotion. Mm. So when you're watching videos on YouTube, you can hear in their voice. You can hear the content creators talking about women in such a way where it's almost like, I know you're going through it, bro. I know this is tough right now. And that's why you're making this video. But I get it because it does help men. I've been there. You feel me? But with the rational male, it's a book. It's a book. And there's science, there's data to back it up. And that's the most important thing about that book. Where it's not like, okay, I'm emotional. I'm going to just write this book and talk about women in a condescending way. It's not about that. It's logic. Yeah. Broken down how women are, why they do what they do. As a man, what you got to do. Things you got to know about women, bro. Yeah. And that's really it. So yeah. like, that's why you have to read the book. I can't break it down. It's a long book. Yeah. Very detailed, in-depth. So it's like... I recommend all you guys watching this video, read that book. That is the true red pill book. Yeah. 100%. So, yeah. So, you feel like what's in that book gives you information, awareness of how to move as a man in society, you know, in all aspects, you know, just even personally with self-confidence, how you interact with women, mm -hmm. even some of the uh, misconceptions of the oh, of marriages and relationships and things that nature. I'm be honest with you. <laughs> I'm be honest with you. Like I have de I have definitely taken the red pill. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To the point where it's like like some of, you know, the experiences that these these um content creators are talking about is a hundred percent facts and real because I've been through certain relationships where I'm just like, You changed. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or like, well well, well, I didn't think you were capable of doing that. And it's like, well, hold up, that's in chapter three, page five. Damn, it's like it's like it's it's there, it's there you right. know, and like I said, I've taken it. I don't know necessarily if I identify as right. it, but it's one of them things where it's kind of like the awareness is is information that I do think is key for men to learn how to move in society. Mm -hmm. And I'll be honest with you, I think also a lot of principles that come from the you know the RP community, even the Rational Bell, comes from you know even biblical principles. So mm -hmm. it's like if you want to really have an idea of how to move in the world the correct way, even choosing a wife and things like that, I think that information does help. Now, I do hold some responsibilities, even as a content creator, to the leaders in the world, because if they are acting, conducting themselves in a manner that's not representing you know, not really moving the needle forward and they kind of creating, you know, little mini-me's. Right. And even those mini-me's, they kind of really take what you say and they amplify it and they actually go out into the world and kind of spread that emotion or that disdain for, you know, for women or for whatever information that they're gathering, you know. So how, how like, to, like, content creators, like, like, what would you say and what was your thoughts of, just them, you know, kind of leading well, shepherding their their audience to the point where it's not just the this negative, this this cloud, this whole kind of like um, 
not dark world in the sense that, you know, they kind of like paint, you know, in, in certain aspects. See, now I think we're talking about a topic on, you know, morality. Mm. It's almost like your values and what you value in this world, how you choose to move. And that's really where that comes into play, bro. You feel me? So like you could read a book like The 48 Laws of Power, Laws of Human Nature, right? Art of Seduction, books like that by Robert Greene. And it's like, it gives you the tools. You feel me? Whether you want to use it for a positive thing or a negative thing, it gives you the tools. The rational male is no different. Mm. It should be in that same category of book. Yeah. You read it and it's like, okay, I'm going to choose to do X, Y, and Z or one, two, three. Up to you. Yeah. So it's up to the individual. Now, the same thing can be applied to when, you know, a content creator is making content. It really depends on the individual. Yeah. And I can't, you can't, you can't control these individuals. Yeah. We think a certain way. We operate a certain way. And they may not see the world or want to operate that way. Yeah. And we can't do anything about it. So now it's up to the consumer of the content to decide whether or not I should follow this individual, yeah. right? This leader, quote unquote leader, or not. Yeah. You feel me? So that's really what it comes down to, bro. Yeah. That's really what it comes down to. I agree. I and I'm I'm on here, you know, as a as a content creator, and you know, I would never tell another fellow content content creator what they should and shouldn't do or how they should run their business or platforms, whatever they, because I do think, like I said, they do play a role in the mental spirit, you know, in the way, you know, like they have their skill sets or whatever, whatever. And I do, I do believe, like you said, as far as the consumer, what they should do is like, you know, as long, I, I, like I said, I think any content creator, you know, really in the mental spirit space that's trying to help men, I do think they are making a difference, you know, for the most part, if they're really, you know, and, I, and I, meeting these guys, I do feel like most of them have good intentions, mm -hmm. you know. So in a sense where I do want the consumer to understand that if they are having a urge or thirst for knowledge for more, you know, they should, you know, take some steps, you know. And, I, and, and that's like I say, even with, you know, as an example, even just with spiritually, like, I used to go to Joe Osteen. Ain't nothing wrong with Joe Osteen preaching style to to like you know, well to some people. To most people, they probably have an issue with it. That's a different conversation for a different day. But at a sense, I was listening. I was getting fed to a sense where it's like, man, I feel hopeful. I feel motivated. I feel good. I feel like God is gonna provide, et cetera, et cetera. But I wasn't learning anything. <laughs> no respect. You know what I mean? No disrespect. Right. I wasn't learning anything biblically. It wasn't convicting enough. It wasn't something that I actually needed mm -hmm. you know when i went to a different preacher like gbc with pastor west the, it was like okay i'm learning i'm getting right. educated i'm getting convicted and it's to the sense where it's like okay this is hard to hear but this is making me better right. it's not making me feel good it's not you know checking off some feeling and emotion where it's like i'm just come here to kind of get this like little high mm. and then go back into the world and then repeat the same process right. versus where i'm going to now where it's like now nah, i'm getting convicted i feel roasted i feel toasted you know net but this is pushing me forward right you know so i i want this is my hope and wish for you know the consumers that you know whatever the content that they're consuming it's not just for some emotional feeling and 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 it's kind of like 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 yeah they're, they're all like this kind of like this little rage you know like feed me more type of thing versus where they are stepping out of their comfort zone learning about other things because if they do apply 
some other things to their life, then women can be a byproduct. If like even with spirit, if you do apply conviction and scripture, then you will be a better follower, et cetera. And you know, things like that. You know, so that's my kind of like wish and message to like the red pill community. You know, like long as like long as the content they're consuming, because they have to really ask themselves, what are they consuming? Mm-hmm. What are they putting in their brain? And is this really helping me move forward? Right. It's on the individual to really do that. The content creator, they have, you know, their platform, the way they are going to deliver certain messages, you know, so they may not change. It is what it is. Right. They found something at work. I, you know, hey, you kind of thing. So like to to for you. How were you able to really learn about, you know, female nature and not keep a negative component or negative view of women because i do think that they're like you know people's experiences emotions they learn about this stuff and they have a negative bad perspective now and they kind of just continue to feed themselves but for you i feel like you saw like learn that knowledge from your experiences from these books but you applied it in a healthy way mm. where you can move forward and not look at women as, you know, like like uh, like the enemy, <laughs> in a sense, you know? Yeah, I mean, for me, I think it's just, at the end of the day, a tool in my toolbox. Mm. Something I just know about and will help me move accordingly in life. And at the same time, you outgrow that bullshit, bro, mm. of like hating women and, you know, being bitter, resentful. It's one of those things where initially after going through a breakup, after a girl leaving you, X, Y, and Z, the list goes on and on and on. After that shit happens, you're mad. That's typical shit. That happens all the time. We've all been through it. Now, you give it time. You're patient. And during that time where you're taking a step back from women, you're focusing on your top priorities, your mission, your purpose, your top objectives, your top priorities. You're getting shit done in your life. During that time, it's going to take time, bro. Yeah. A couple months, three months, six months, a year, two years, three years, four years, five years, a decade. It takes time to level up. During that time, you're going to learn more about yourself, right? You're more introspective, able to self-reflect, and you're going to grow as an individual, mature into a better version of yourself. So during that time, you're not going to care so much about, oh, this woman did this and this woman did that. It's like, I understand female nature. This is me. I understand female nature. I understand what they're capable of doing, how they move. I right, cool. I'm going to do me. I'm going to move accordingly. And I'm going to still get my desired outcome, my desired result with women and life in general. So, I agree. I think that mentality is the biggest piece. You know, like really understanding that, you know, like you have the ability to use all the information in your life in different aspects and really see how women can be a byproduct of that. And I do think if these, you know, these men can create their own kingdoms in a sense, then you can find a fitting queen that makes perfect sense with you, but you got to create it. And, and I think part of that, that creating that kingdom and becoming that the best version of yourself, it's not an easy process. It's a very long, you know, like really the information, you know, like even like you said, the information, a part of that is like the female nature and hypergamous and all that stuff. It does, it's hard to hear. Yeah. You feel like you've just been lied to. You feel like you've been played. You know, you feel like you've just been used and abused and been taken advantage of and lost all your money, et cetera, et cetera. You know, I was there, you know what I mean? You know, and I think that, you know, 
not only watching content, learning, reading books, but I do think that the pain that they have from, you know, being treated by these women, you know, they need to put it out in a healthy way. That's why, I, you know, pro gym as well, because they can burn all that anger out, burn all that, that frustration oh, yeah. out. Yes, and, and it's only going to help your body. And I do think that, that in the process of being in that pain is where you are becoming, you know, a better version of yourself and you are creating something um, that you will once look back and be like, man, I came a long way. But really not having the appropriate mindset where it's like, okay, now the women are the enemy. I'm going to just continue to learn this, learn that, mm -hmm. and make sure that I don't ever kind of like get taken advantage of. But it, like, like you said, it's more so of, they're they're just learning and watching women and how they interact versus taking the focus off of women, focus on themselves and that information that you use as you level up. Honestly, it's really going to become more clear to you mm -hmm. because I be honest with you, the, the, the sexier I get, the more like rigid and more boundaries and the more my standards rise. So it's like, oh yeah, because like it, it, I can't. I can't even be around a certain girl anymore because how I'm moving, my focus, my interactions, it's like it gives, it, it, it adds more protection. Mm -hmm. The more you have the proper, the appropriate mindset, the more you start applying to these things that people are talking about and not just consuming certain content, I think you will be able to even understand more from the rational male, more from other content be creators because you're actually living it. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? It does, hundred percent. So yeah, I think that's one thing that you know I wish guys do. But you know, let's let's turn it up a little bit. You know, what what are your thoughts on marriage? You know, and this is like I want I want your thoughts on marriage before you know you 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 took the red pill, <laughs> and now your thoughts on marriage after you took the red pill. So prior to taking in the red pill, for me, marriage was that thing. Should I keep talking? Yeah. Prior to taking the red pill, for me, marriage was that one thing where it's almost like, you know, Disney World. You feel me? Like, women are perfect. They can do absolutely no wrong. They are these perfect individuals. And, you know, marriage is a beautiful thing. I want to get married. I want to have kids, have a family, do X, Y, and Z, have the white picket fence, you know, a dog, nice house, all those different things. And... That's cool. That's fine. You know, people, the majority of people have that mindset and there's nothing wrong with that. But when it comes to the red pill, we're very objective, very logical. We're not thinking with emotions. You feel me? So when it comes to marriage, we're not against marriage. Some people may tell you, right? Some content creators may be like, yo, no marriage for me. This and that. You guys should not get married. I'm not going to tell you what to do, what not to do with that. You feel me? If you want to get married, you can do that. I'm be honest with you. I think that it really is a huge misconception because I, I first thought that all red pill people that identify as red pill are all against marriage. But a lot of, a lot of them are based mm -hmm. off what you're learning from the book. The book doesn't tell you not to get married, right? It's not saying, yo, don't get married. It's just telling you, okay, this is where we're currently at in society with marriages, divorce rates and all, all that information, right? This is how women are, how they operate. And doesn't make sense as a man to get married. So when you take the red pill, it's basically just giving you the information and you can do whatever you want with that information. So, you know, you understand women, female nature, hypergamy, what they can do, what they can, you know, do to a guy in marriage if they get divorced, how much money they can take, all that different shit. 
it teaches men to be careful and cautious mm. before getting married, right? Getting a prenup, right? Vetting the woman properly, understanding what woman you're getting into a relationship with. Is she a good fit for your life? Does she understand what you do day in and day out? How you got to where you are right now in life? So all these different things are tools in your toolbox. Now, if you want to get married, you still can. That's up to you. Just make sure you understand the negatives too. Yeah. Positives and negatives. Make the decision on you. Yeah. That's it. I'm I'm right there with you, brother. Yeah, I think I'm thinking the same thing. You know, like prior to like all this stuff, you know, I thought that marriage is gonna be a certain way. You know, I had this idea in my head. You know, like I, <laughs> I'm relaxed. <laughs> you know, what I mean, like just having this whole kind of just like view of what marriage is could be, and really understanding and and reading that information just enhanced my awareness to really just be like okay, women are capable of this just because of their nature. It's just, just, and that's biblically. And I can point it out in the Bible. And so when, like, when, when I think about it in that aspect, it's like, okay, this book is here to kind of inform and protect, especially even if it never said, hey, don't get married. Mm -hmm. You know, and like I said, that was something that I didn't really know. I thought it was like constant, like, hey, if you're a red pill, because you're not, you're against marriage. Right. You know, and that's what made me be like, oh, well, I'm not red pill then because I am pro marriage. Mm -hmm. You know, and I do think if you are pro marriage, blue pill, Christian, whatever you want to call yourself, I do think that you have to be able to identify certain characteristics and behavior in women. Mm -hmm. So you make sure that you don't pick the wrong woman. Because right. I mean, I, I, I've been saying this, I think a lot of people say this, that the most important decision in your life is who you decide to marry. You know, so, I mean, I, I'm taking in as much information as possible because I'm not about, to, I don't play with that. You know, that is really going to determine your next chapter, really all your longest chapters in your life, because it, it can be the greatest thing that can happen to you, or it can be the worst experience thing that can happen to it. And I think that, you know, before the kind of like the message and the red pill community and, and the book and things like that, we only really heard just the fairy tales and, and men voices wasn't really heard. And I'm going to be honest with you, looking, looking at it now, thinking about it now, it's like, I'm glad that these voices are here because had I didn't know, maybe I would have got it caught in the same trap. And I do think that there's men in my life, men in family, even friends, et cetera, et cetera, that they have no idea about female nature, hypergamous or, or things of like that. And that kind of are in long-term relationships or in marriages where it's like, this she can switch at any time. Anytime, yeah. like, like the emotions can come out at any time or she can do this and do that and where they just aren't aware. And I'm just like, you know what? I'm grateful and blessed that I am aware because I think more information, you know, gives me a better opportunity to make sure that I don't make a bad mistake. Now, I, like we said earlier, I didn't let it make me bitter mm -hmm. towards women and think that all women are like this. It, it makes me really just appreciate and want to even learn and be around women that aren't like that, right. you know, and really find groups of women because I do think they are out there as well. So, you know, for me, for marriages, I, I do think that if people are going to have kids, it's the best yeah, two parent house. Yeah, two parent house. You can't I, you can't argue me on that. Right. And I, I also believe that if if having 
a prenup, you know, contract, whatever people want to call it to protect themselves, if that's going to make you a better husband and a better father to your family, do what you got to do. Right. You know what I mean? Like I, I, I'm i not about to sit here and argue with people about what they should and shouldn't do as long as they understand what they're signing up for. Right. You know, you have to really, you do have to treat your woman the right way. You have to serve her. You are the leader, you mm -hmm. know, in the household. So there's a lot of expectation and responsibility that comes with that. And I do think that you have to be a, a, a leader in that aspect, you know, so if that's going to allow them to really perform in the best way possible in in the most excellent way possible, then I'm all for it. You know, like that's a conversation you got to have with your woman. But hey, you know, if, if you got the leverage to do it, I'm pretty sure she will be down for right. you because she knows your character. And I think that's the biggest thing that, you know, with the if you people want to really kind of like have the best marriage possible, I think they have to marry the most high character person they can find. Right. If they can marry the most high character person, the most high value, simple morals and values and things like that, you know, with or without a prenup, I think you'll be fine, in my personal opinion, because the character of the person, them understanding accountability, them understanding re responsibility, you know, all those things that, you know, we talk about in the space with women, you know, if we can, if they can really identify that and be able to um, really see that in a woman, then I do think that marriage, prenup, no prenup, it will happen regardless because they, like these men should have a heightened sense of wisdom and discernment and they can be able to identify the right characteristic behavior that their potential, you know, woman can, can make uh, or could do as well because... Right. That's the thing, man. And I'm be honest with you. Being in the woman, you know, living with them, uh, having that environment, you know, if you are in a relationship that is bad and toxic, I promise you, they gonna find the red pills content. Right. They're gonna find it. They will. Because it's it is they're not going to be happy. They're gonna think something's wrong. And I I do believe that it is a good information that could warn you away from that. Um, but at the same time, I want to make sure that they use that information properly, right. not just use and abuse women and not just, you know, just uh, get, have this hatred and, and this negative stance towards them because to me it's damaging families. And if we ruin families, then the society that we create is going to create a bigger barrier because now there's going to be more women's pro-women rights and feminism, all that stuff. And then it's going to be more on this side with the man, man of spirit, red pill, you know, man's rights and all that stuff. And I don't think it's going to create a healthy society to the point where we're just going to be continuing to just hate each other, right. you know, at, at all times, man, you know? So like, even like just your thoughts, where can, or where is this information, manhood, red pill, this kind of content is going? Do you feel like, is going in a direction where it is helping men in a healthy way to create healthy families, healthy marriages, or do you feel like it's creating, you know, men that's probably more independent, more about themselves, more about getting money and kind of just, you know, sowing that royal oaks in a sense with women and kind of just, you know, using that in, in a sense. What do you feel like Red Pill is kind of pointing in the direction? It's a good question. I try I, my best, brother. <laughs> I mean, I think it's 50-50 at the end of the day. Mm. And I mean, like I said before, 
there's different guys in the space talking about different things. You feel me? Some guys are pro-marriage. Some are against it. That's their choice, their decision. That's what they want to talk about. Now, where do I think the red pill is going? Bro, I mean, the red pill at its core is the red pill, and it helps men to level up in their lives to become the very best versions of themselves, to have the right tools in their toolbox, and just be capable as men. So at that point, you have your money on point, your fashion, your grooming, your scent, you're educated, right? Your body, your business, your nine to five, you're stacking your bread, you're doing everything you gotta do as a man. So yes, you are going to be independent. It teaches that, right? You have to be like that as a guy. Be self-sufficient, independent, have your shit together, and then be educated. That's where the female nature red pill comes into play. You have to be educated on that. Mm -hmm. So now, when you're at that point, when you're, you know, late 20s, early 30s, mid 30s, late 30s, it's like you're at your sexual market value peak. Mm. That's what it talks about in The Rational Male. And at that point, if you want to settle down with a woman who's at her peak when she's, you know, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, you can do that. You can select a woman like that and you can vet her properly. You're mature enough to know, okay, she got my list of non-negotiables. She doesn't. That girl's a good fit. That girl's not. And you're at that point where you have your pick of the litter, so to speak. And that's what the red pill teaches you. You feel me? That's what the red pill teaches you, bro. So, like, yeah. I think the red pill will always be what it is at its core. Mm. But you will always have these different content creators talking about this, talking about that, talking about this, and talking about that. Yeah. Their opinions, their choices, their perspectives, their paradigms. That's where they're operating from. Yeah. But the red pill at its core will always teach men to level up, become your very best self. And when you're at your peak, at that point, your pick of the litter with women, right? You can use discernment, good judgment. All right, cool. I'm going to vet this girl, that girl, this girl, that girl. I'm going to see who's the best fit for what I'm looking for yeah. in my life. And that's what the red pill is to me. For the 25-year-old that's that's watching right now, you know, that is starting their level-up journey, they're in the manhood space, they're in the red pill space, they're learning all this content, et cetera, et cetera. At what age or what stage of the process or what mindset, you know, whatever, mm -hmm. you know, that they should think about or consider settling down with the woman? Because, like you said, I, the 35, mid-30s is when you're at your peak, Peace. sexual market value. market value right should those guys wait the 10 years to d really decide and really kind of just pick and choose from there or should they should they you know kind of take it year by year month to month or like case by case woman by woman what do you think you know they should do in that in that stage i think it depends on the individual and what stage they're at in their life you know what they got going on how much money they're making because um, obviously there are different outliers, you know, when you're a professional athlete or entertainer or someone of that nature, you're at a different point in your life, different stage in your life. I think you should still wait until you're a little bit older to make that decision as opposed to making it when you're, you know, 21, 22, 23. Wait till you're like 27, 28, 29, 30. Wait till you're a little bit older so you've been through more experiences. You understand women, how they move, how they operate, and you're not just operating from that lust. You know what I mean? Mm. If you see a beautiful woman, you're like, that's the one for me. And she's telling you everything you want to hear. And she's manipulating you. And you believe that. There have been a lot of people, professional athletes, that have been through it with women. And these women <laughs> take advantage of them, bro. Yeah. So it's like, I think men should wait. And not just wait. You feel me? Don't just wait in the wing and don't do anything about your life. 
get your shit together. So when you're 21, in your 20s, when you're in your 20s, bro, focus on leveling up. Take it month by month. Every six months, you're going to level up tremendously if you're putting in the work. Like you're legit putting in the fucking work. Every six months, bro, I talk about this with my boy back in Boston. Like every three, six months, it's like, damn, we look back, bro, that used to be us. That's crazy. Like we've really improved in this aspect, this aspect, this aspect. So it's like, give yourself time, be patient with the process, but be fucking diligent with the process as well. Like how you take care of your life and what you're doing on a daily basis. Put in that work. And over time, bro, you're going to get to that point when you're mid-20s, late-20s, early-30s, mid-30s, late-30s, and you're going to be in that peak position to make a decision. That's why I believe that you should wait. And that's why the rational male talks about that. Because at that point, bro, if you want to settle down, you're going to be at the best position, your best point in life to make that decision and be the most mature Etc. Etc. Yeah, I think I th- I I, I want to say I heard from someone that the study shows that men, on average, get married around 32, 33. So I think that men are waiting. I think people. I think even women are are getting married at a later age as well. I think it was like twenty eight, twenty nine, uh, for women. Mm-hmm. You know, so people are waiting. In the meantime, you know, I do think that men are. You know, they 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 probably do understand the leveling up process. You know, especially if they get the get the content and they've been consuming the content. Now, their dealings with women, on the other hand, you know, most guys would is they're dating. They're probably having sex. You know, et, et cetera, et cetera. So once again, for the twenty five year old, the guys that are in the twenties, they understand they wait until they're old to mid thirties. You know, to really take you know, women seriously or think about, you know, selling down with somebody seriously at that point. What are they, what do they do with women within that window? Mm, you know, like, like, like how, like what, how are they supposed to interact? You know, what information they're supposed to gather? Are they supposed to get in relationships or not supposed to get in relationships? What are they supposed to do in that window in the meantime? So in the rational male, it talks about not being in an exclusive relationship until you're at your like peak or close to your peak. So like 30 around that time so during the time of you know you're in your 20s you're literally just stacking your bread right improving your fashion your grooming you're leveling up as much as possible you're getting to that point by when you're 30 you're like okay now i'm at a good spot but what does that mean for men in their 20s does that mean they can't date no bro you can still date you feel me if you want to go and see different women do that explore different options have fun be safe but have fun, enjoy yourself, see what's good. You know, this woman operating a certain way. She's doing certain things you don't like. Okay, cool, take note of that. You're dating this girl. She's doing certain things you do like. Take note of that. Dating this girl. She's doing certain things. Eh, not about that. You feel me? So you're gaining knowledge, gaining experience. And now when you're older and you're at your peak, it's like, okay, now I've seen these traits, these traits, these traits, and many other traits. Now I know what I'm looking for. I have a list of non-negotiables, things I'm looking for in a partner, I can vet this woman properly when I go on dates with her. And at that point, when I'm at my peak, I can make that decision. You know, I want to settle down with her, get married, have kids, start a family, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. So that's what I'm telling men, bro. In your 20s, you know, have fun. Meet different women. Experience different women. But take note of how they move, how they operate. Yeah. Gain that experience, bro. Yeah. And later on, if you want to settle down, do your thing. Yeah. You know? Do you how do you, how do you tell men to communicate that to to women? You mm-hmm. know, because it 
I do, I, I feel like there's, even in my life, you know, like, I understand that, like, at, at, at certain points, especially, I would say, in my mid-20s, where I was like, man, I'm focused on me, I'm leveling up, but I'm dating these women, they really don't know that, you know, they, they're, I'm courting them, getting to know them, but I know I'm, I'm, I'm focused, I should do this and do that, but I'm, at the meantime, I'm getting to know them, dating them, probably having sex with them, et cetera, et cetera, you know, so it kind of, like, create this, this level of, you know, distraction still mm. to the point where it's like, well, you're still talking to multiple women. You're still dating them, still courting them. You're probably still having sex with them. You're creating ties. And then potentially you can catch all kinds of stuff, STD, right. pregnancy. That's how a lot of gay men get caught up. So in the sense where it's like you're in your mid-20s and you have to, like your, your peak sexual, you know, market value is your early to mid-30s, there's a level of sacrifice that these men probably have to do. And I think they should, they they do have to do in order to make sure they reach this level of value, you know. So can you explain and break down some potential sacrifices and really to really show and tell them how to court women properly so they can get the education and the social you know cues that they need to to really um, learn. But also, it's not so much of a distraction, mm. and also they're not putting themselves in a potential dangerous predicament where they can create a baby with someone they got to be with for the rest of their life now. Right. So for me, a key word that I always come back to is delay gratification. Mm. So that's where the sacrifice and the suffering comes into play. And I know all about this from playing soccer, doing bodybuilding, now doing content on all these different platforms. I got to sacrifice a lot of different things to get to the upper echelons of my industry, right? So when it comes to these women and them not being a big distraction, it's more so a thing of, okay, I got my top priorities in line. I know exactly what I gotta do, what I gotta get done, how I'm gonna get there, right? I got a list, my yeah. mission, my purpose, my yeah. top objectives, priorities, all these different things. And now during that time, during that process of leveling up, of course, different women are gonna be looking your way, Yeah. She's attractive. She's cute. They're going to be touching you. I'm feeling her. Exactly. They're going to be touching you, doing different things, bro. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So when you're dating these different women or seeing these different women, there's nothing wrong with having a few different women that you're seeing. One, two, three. But the thing is, you got to make sure that this list, this list is, a priority. Still, is still getting taken care of. That's the most important thing in your life. You can't get, you can't, you can't allow anything, especially not women, to get in between you and that list. Gotcha. You feel me? But these women are going to fucking make themselves known to you, bro. When you're leveling up, they're going to see you. Your body's looking good. Okay. His hair's looking good. His beard's looking good. He smells good. Look at his drip. Okay. <laughs> He's out. Uh-huh. Okay. Cool. But the thing is, some things you're going to have to sacrifice, bro. Parties, you know, drinking, smoking too much, clubs. I barely ever do that shit. Yeah. Once in a while, bro. Yeah. But for me... I've always been that way since I was a little kid, yeah, yeah, yeah. teenager, young adult. Even now, to this day, I rarely ever partake in those destructive habits. Yeah. Maybe unless it's a celebration or something like that. But I just know that I got to delay gratification and sacrifice certain things, certain lifestyle choices in order to get to where I want to go in life. Yeah. And people have to understand that. And some people are not going to understand that. They're yeah. not going to want to delay gratification. They're not going to want to push these things to the side. They just want to indulge in these different habits and to each their own, bro. Yeah. They're never going to make it to the upper echelons of where they want to go. And that's just a matter of life. That's human nature at its core. 
you mentioned the list. You mm-hmm. mentioned the list of priorities that you must not waver from as you're leveling up. Mm-hmm. You know, you 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 want to get these certain things done on a daily basis and not let women be a distraction in, in you know in for that list. Mm-hmm. Can you like really list off some items of exactly what do you mean by like this list of where it's like, all right, this is a set of daily activities or daily workload or a way of life that I'm kind of creating. And I'm not going to let these women distract me because I do think that they or some guys, you know, they start off really well, but once a woman chooses them, you know, they kind of revert back to the same old habits. How, okay, what habits and list of items that you do on a daily basis, weekly basis, monthly basis that helps you delay your gratification and how you make sure that you don't allow women to be a distraction to that list? So the list is going to be very specific to the individual. So if you're an engineer, it's going to be a different list to the list of someone who's focused on, you know, social media, on YouTube, on Instagram, Patreon, TikTok, right? Bodybuilding and nutrition, things of this nature. So the list is going to be different depending on the individual and what their focus is. So for me, my list is, okay, bro, I'm focused on my personal development, self-improvement. That's my top priority, becoming the best version of myself. So that means I got to hit the gym X amount of times per week. For me, five, six times per week. Right, I got to eat healthy, be on top of my nutrition, get my proteins, macronutrients, all that different shit. I got to read on a daily basis, right? I read a lot. So I got to read, take in this information, apply this information. I got to film content. I got to edit the content. I got to post the content, make clips. You feel me? I got to make fitness content. <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Now expanding into making course, ebook, presets for Lightroom. There's so many different things that you can do and that's my list. My, that's, those are my top priorities, so to speak. So it's like, I will never allow anyone to come in between me and that list. I don't care if it's family, friends, a girl, best friend. I don't give a fuck. Nothing is going to come in between me and that fucking list. I know where I want to go, who I want to be, and how I'm going to get there. And each and every day, I'm going to live my life accordingly. Mm. So you have to understand, I, like at your core, who you want to be. Ask yourself that question. Who do you want to be as an individual? Where do you want to be in five years, 10 years, 20 years, bro? Have Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4 goals for yourself. You have that shit in place. You're locked in, bro. Yeah. Bro, nothing's going to come in between you and that list. Yeah. Nothing. No, that's fact. I do think that you are an individual that definitely can hold that list down on its own. And I think, uh, oh, on your own. I do think there is a level of where... This is where accountability, brotherhood, and teammate kind kind of mm-hmm. comes into play because there's a level where you know I feel like we're on a very similar journey. You know, I thank God that you moved down here to yeah. Houston, brother. You know what I mean? Because you're helping me out a lot, and also you have the ability where since we have very similar goals, you can help me be accountable. I can help you be accountable. You know, and I think back when one of the conversation that you know we were having, I was telling you like, hey. You know, there's this girl, yada, yada, yada. I'm not, you know, I'm just potentially may go on a date with her. Mm. But if things go well, I don't want you to let me veer off of my list or or get distracted or let things kind of come up in front of my list of things I need right. to do. And do I, did I need to tell you that? Probably not. I probably wouldn't let it happen anyway. But I do think kind of verbally 
sharing that where to the point where it's like, why not add another layer of help or defense where it's like, you know what, hey, I need somebody's going to ask me, you know, what am I doing or, or going to check me? Like, have I done X, Y, and Z today? And I do think that is a cheat code that men need to operate in themselves today. If they know they want to focus, they want to level up, delay gratification, really practice that list, but they also want to have fun, you know, do social things and potentially women come along the way. They get to know them, court them, et cetera, et cetera. But for the most part, they are on their grind. They are they they are focusing on that list and they're not getting distracted by these women. Mm-hmm. I do think if they can have a a brother, a teammate where it's like, hey, like I'm going to ask you, are you getting your work done? I'm going to ask you, what are your true intentions with this girl? I'm going to ask you, like, is she a distraction to you? And that's where, you know, you, you know, people hopefully tell the truth and be and be vulnerable, be real with themselves. But I do think that is a way that men can really be on their grind, be focused and help one another out. I think that's something that we got to continue to uh, do more of um, to, to, you know, in society. Um, so in closing, man, is there is there anything that you feel like, you know, we we have missed in this conversation or other questions that, you know, you have, um, you know, for me and from my perspective uh, of the manosphere community before we wrap things up? I would say the one other thing would be that, especially when it comes to marriage, bro, we don't talk about the positives as much mm. as people think we should, simply because, as we know, most people already operate a certain way. Yeah. They're already programmed to think everything is sunshine and rainbows, everything's perfect, women can do no wrong, you feel me? And that's why there's no need to really talk about that. Mm. Everyone's already programmed that way to think a certain way. So now, when we're talking about the the truth of the matter, the RP truth, it's almost like, okay, we're bringing the other side of the argument to the table. You guys know the positives, these are the negatives. Mm. Now, at that point, you can make a decision. You feel me? So that's really where, you know, a lot of people think the red pill is so negative, so, you know, nihilistic and all these different things. Yeah, but it's yeah. like, bro, we have to talk about the negatives. We have to talk about the positives, but the positives are already being spoken about. So gotcha. it's like, let's talk about the negatives too. Bring this to the table. And, there's only so much we can really say in a conversation on YouTube. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But when it comes to like a consultation, when I book or when someone books a call with me, when someone books a call with me, we're good. Yeah, we're good. When someone books a call with me through like a consultation or whatnot, it's like we'll really talk about all these different things. I'll give them the positives, the negatives, and we can discuss it there. Yeah. You feel me? But when it's coming to like a video on YouTube, Instagram, whatever the case may be, it's like I'm going to focus on the things people aren't talking about enough in society in the red pill yeah we're all talking about the negatives yeah but in society as a whole everyone's talking about the positives yeah and that's why we're bringing the other side of the argument to the table i i i agree with you there to a certain extent it's not a disagreement it's more so where i feel like this is a place where potentially there's some more content creators that in the manosphere uh in the red pill community or even for myself I do think that these the people that's in the community, they are either not watching or now ignoring all the positive stuff. Mm. So it's kind of like they need to be able to trust somebody if they're going to show them positive things. You know, so it's like I myself am not going to only harp on the negative. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's what you do or other content creators do or they all do that. 
I believe that if I have the ability to really, I have their trust, I have their judgment, and they really understand where I'm coming from, I can sit down with a woman or a married couple and we can talk about certain things of like, okay, how do you take accountability as a wife? What does that look like for you? So you do have female nature. How does that show up in your marriage? How are you treating your husband? Mm -hmm. What does respect look like with your words, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera? You know, because I do think if they can hear, you know, from positive experience from a manosphere or kind of RP platform, I think they may be able to receive that better versus it's coming from a talk show that they not watching or, or some kind of random Hollywood movie. Does that make sense? It does make sense. Yeah, so I think that's where it's kind of like, I feel like even for me, I could potentially bridge that gap in in a sense because I do think there needs to be more positive content in the space, mm-hmm. you know, and, um, and that's where it's kind of like, you know, I feel like I can add value in a sense where it's not just, you kind of just not using the negative and and using that hurt and pain to get this information turned to a positive. Where it's like, okay, hold up, like hey, there. I'm gonna want y'all to know examples of positive, you know, women and these women understanding that they're female nature. What mm-hmm. what mm-hmm. how their words did hurt their husband and how they made a change. If that makes right. sense, you know. So I know my camera is definitely winding down over there. Uh, so we're gonna wrap things up, man. Um, yeah, man, like, I, I really appreciate this conversation, man. Really, I think there's going to be more conversations to come. Oh, yeah. And uh, for those who want to reach out to you to, you know, for a consultation, for a question, or to just say thank you, right. where can they reach out to you? So you guys can find me at, you know, High Value Essentials on Instagram, Patreon, TikTok, on YouTube, all these different platforms. If you want to book a consultation, DM me on Instagram, High Value Essentials, or send me an email. Email is also on my Instagram, so you can find everything there. And that's pretty much it, bro. Man, bro, bro. I'm listen, y'all make sure y'all reach out to uh, to Chris, man, and his page, High Value Essentials. That brother knows what he's talking about, a lot of wisdom, and he is definitely leveling up and he puts the work in. I see it daily. So make sure y'all thank him as well. I appreciate you all watching this video as well. Make sure what you let me know what y'all think in the comments below. You know, any other questions, comments, concerns, different topics, leave them in the comments below. I'll make sure I get to them. Without further ado, this is Chris the Starter Show, and I am joined by Chris High Value Essentials. And we are the roommates, and we will see you all next week. Bro! Peace.